Thanks for tuning in to Playoff Beards and the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash lgrnetwork. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Playoff Beards. I'm very depressed. I'm very, very, very depressed. But anyway, I still want to have fun talking with some hockey. Uh, I'm very depressed. My co-host here, probably a bit more happier with the results than I am. Just a little. Just a little. Uh, it's Adelia. How you doing, Adelia? I'm good, Dagan. How are you? Eh, a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was really bummed that you guys didn't win that series because I was really looking forward to the uh, Dagan versus Adelia Stanley. I Cup know, Finals. I know. We got half of what we asked for. Yeah. But the the other half, I think, nobody that lives outside of uh, the the greater Tampa Bay area is particularly thrilled with because, man, I am just so. I think you and me and most hockey fans are just so freaking sick of the Tampa Bay Lightning at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, back at their, their third straight Stanley Cup final, they won the last two, uh, just a team that the Rangers have not been able to overcome in the playoffs. They lost in game seven at home in, uh, 2016, I believe, 2015, 2016. And, uh, it's just been, not been able to overcome that, overcome the hump of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And. Part of what's frustrating to me is that we traded off like half of our team, like including Brian McDonough and a bunch of other guys to go into this rebuild that is now paying off because of how, you know, deep they went and how good of a team that they sort of put together. And a lot of those games like came down to one or one or two goals, like really, really close at the end. So on one end, I'm not like, you know, not that surprised that the Rangers didn't didn't make the cup final. Like they were a team that I thought could go really deep, but that I wasn't sure had enough yet to win the Stanley cup final. I think they're set up to be a big, a team that could very well win a Stanley cup in the next few years. But um, as I said, part of the frustration is just that the Tampa Bay lightning have now won two yeah. and are now in their third. And part of that has to do with the Rangers trading off half their team to go into the rebuild and then losing to them in the conference final. So it's like kind of a, a weird toss-up, but I think that just a lot of us are frustrated to see the Lightning in there yet again. Um, yeah, the, uh, yeah, the Lightning is the first team to make uh, three consecutive Stanley Cup uh, finals or something like that since uh, the 85 Edmonton Oilers. Wow. And that was, so, that was like the, um, the the era of that, that dynasty Oilers team with Gretzky and, and everybody yeah. in SCA and a bunch of other guys. Uh, so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's impressive for sure. But, you know, it's the Tampa Bay Lightning of all freaking teams. Oh, like, I know. I think if I had told you that maybe, you know, 10 years ago that this team would be the the dynasty in the early part of the, the 2020s, you would be like, really, what? The, the Lightning? 
Like it's just it's yeah, an it odd it's, it's an odd team to be in this position. I mean Pittsburgh Penguins like kind of made sense because Sidney Crosby and Malkin and everybody, but like Tampa Bay Lightning, like what? I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a real shame. It's a real it is. It's. I really am really hoping we put an end to this now because I don't want back to back to back. No, please go away. I don't want that at all. So even yeah. if it wasn't the avalanche, I still wouldn't want that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. If Okay, let's say the Oilers were in there, the team that would have just be- beaten the avalanche. You would probably be rooting for the Oilers over the, yeah. the Tampa Bay Lions. I would. Yeah. I would like I would hate the Oilers right now, but I'd be rooting for the Oilers right now because yeah. I don't like I I I don't like dynasties in sports. Mm. I think they're boring. It's boring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm kind of with you on that one. I you know unless it's like the the late the Yankees of the late nineties, um, you know I'm, that that's one exception I'll make. But um, yeah, we're it, it's uh it's it's just uh, I'm just annoyed. I'm just very, very annoyed with the current situation. However, uh, now that the Rangers are not in there, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be a diehard Colorado Avalanche fan, fan alongside you there for the next uh, couple weeks because uh, I, I as well will be rooting for the Avalanche. I, I've actually been saying all season, like not maybe not all season, but like for the last few months of the season that I thought the Avalanche were the team to beat and the team that I, I would put money on to win the Stanley Cup. So. Um, we, we at least have that in there. I think that probably the best team in and the in the NHL for a lot of the season is is in there as expected. Which a lot of times you would see them get knocked out in the first round or like you know like the Florida Panthers just kind of fizzled. But you know I think I think the Avalanche are the team to beat and yeah and I'm definitely going to be rooting for them. You know so I think somebody once said to me like oh if your team loses in 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 dramatic fashion and and everything you should root for the team that beat you. I'm like why? And they said, well, because then it, it lost not look as bad or something. But, you know, you know what? Fuck that. Whoever told me that, you're wrong. I'm not rooting for the team that just beat my team. Like, why would I do that? Especially when it's the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, um, the apologies to whoever, whoever that was that said that to me, because I can't remember because I have stoner brain. But, yeah, no, I'm not rooting for no Tampa Bay Lightning. Like, come on, Avalanche. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, it would have been really difficult for me to root for the Oilers if the Oilers won. But, like like I said, I don't like dynasties. I think they're boring. Like, it's, but there's something about this Tampa Bay Lightning team that's just boring to me. So Boring, boring and uh, difficult to, to get behind. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, no, there's no, like, story of some, some guy that had some horrible tragedy or something on the team that you want to root for. It's all just the same fucking guys that you've seen the last few yeah. few seasons, you know? They basically have that same team that won the last couple Stanley Cups. Like, that that's what I've been sort of saying throughout all this, is that, like, did, this is a very scary team that has just won two Stanley Cup finals, and they're basically the exact same team. There wasn't a lot of, like, they didn't lose a, a key player um, or really add anybody over the last couple seasons. It's, it's basically the same guys with Vasilevsky and Nett and, uh, you know, and Ryan McDonough sort of leading the defense. And, you know, just the, the scoring that they have is just ridiculous. But, again, like, I, I think the the one sort of positive that I can take away from that Rangers-Lightning series is that we did limit them in terms of, like, how many goals they scored 
and how many shots on net that they had. And they still, like, a couple of those games just came down to, like, the last minute or two and given up the really late goal in the game when it says it was tied one-to-one and looks like it's going into overtime twice. That happened twice, both, I think, in, in games um, in, in games three and five, I believe, uh, where they scored, the Lightning scored really late in the game, like, in the last two minutes. So, uh, heartbreaking way to go out, but I think if there's any sort of positives that can be looked at is that they were limited. The Tampa Bay Lightning were limited in that series, and they weren't quite the the had they didn't have the offensive prowess as maybe they did where they just totally dominated the Florida Panthers in the second round. Um, it, it's been it was been more difficult for them to score, but I think the other big problem is their defense is like a freaking wall. Like the Tampa Bay Lightning's defense is really really hard to get through. Vasilevsky is really really difficult to get any sort of shots through on. Uh, or have any sort of scoring chances on. So um, with that in mind, I do think that the Colorado Avalanche, with their scoring depth, can potentially do something about that. Because like that's, I think, what they've had going for them for a lot of the season, is how many guys they can they have on the team that can yeah. score. So um, that's going to be an interesting dynamic to kind of watch there. Yeah, uh, I think it's safe to say that we've had a very good year offensively. Um, the goals have been coming from all over the place, not just the top line. And right. and the defenseman, Kale McCars, our leading point scorer in the playoffs. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so he's he's nuts. The the whole team has been on this like offensive explosion at times this year. It happened when they need it to happen in the playoffs as well, like that first game against Edmonton, that eight yeah. six game. Like we that can score like that. We don't want to play like that, but we can score like that. Um, I don't think a games like that with Vasilevsky in net will be happening. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, I didn't know. foresee that the, uh, the Rangers would put six past Vasilevsky in the first game yeah, of the conference first, finals. First so game. Yep. anything's possible. Yeah, but part of that too. Uh, and this is another kind of interesting topic we could discuss here is that, the Lightning had a really long layoff in between the second yeah. and third round. And I think that that was part of how the Rangers got to them in game one specifically um, and, and game two a little bit as well. And then, of course, we lost four straight. But again, a lot of the three of those games were really, really close up until the very, very end. So, um, yeah, that that was kind of another interesting thing to look at is that the Colorado Avalanche have sort of they've also had a little bit of a layoff uh they took they made easy work of the Oilers despite all the crazy scoring and everything that was going on in four games and so they've I think been off for about a week now almost so is that layoff thing going to affect them in a similar way that it did the Lightning against the Rangers or how is that kind of sort of going to play out well I think that they have experience with this already in the playoffs because they had like eight days off between the end of the first round series and the start of the one against uh, St. Louis in the second round. So they have at least some experience on this. And so they sort of know how to manage it and they know how they're going to respond after having not played that, you know, in that many days. Darcy Kemper is something insane, like eight and one coming off of eight days rest or more this year. Wow. 
So um, I'm not too concerned about that. He's supposedly 100% healthy now or as close to 100% healthy as you can get at this stage of the playoffs. So I was suspect it'll be him and Ned on Wednesday. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, because it's been Francois for the last for the, like the last three games of the yeah the conference final against uh, yeah. Oilers. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what happened with Darcy. What that injury was? It was an upper body injury. They're saying he's fine now. He's saying he's fine now. So okay. I would fully expect him to go back to Darcy for the start of this series. I mean, he's clearly been the number one this year. So yeah. But I think uh, I think Frankie Pavel Francois came in and did a pretty good uh, job. Got that series finished. Both he won Game Four uh, in the Nashville series, and he won Games Two and Three in the the Edmonton series. So, and, and that's really impressive considering he was going up against that um, David Drysital line that was just so ridiculous throughout the, the season, and they 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 didn't really have an answer um, for him in this series um, or, yeah. they, or they did really, they did have an answer for for that line. They were able to, to you know, they, they couldn't really do anything against Francois. So that was, that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, Connor McDavid had 10 goals and 23 assists for 33 points in 16 games. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl had seven goals and 25 assists for 32 points in 16 Still games. Pretty good. They got it's swept in the good. conference finals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild how that it's happens. Hockey is a crazy sport, right? Yeah. I mean, when you can have put up those kind of numbers and then still get swept, it's just like. Evander wow. Kane scored like 13 goals in like 15 games. What the hell? Yeah. That's nice. And they got swept in the conference finals. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, you, gotta, you gotta keep in mind some of those games against like the, the Calgary. Calgary. That, yeah, the get both games, game ones of that series and of the series were very similar in, in the sense that they it was back to back and back back and forth and back and forth. And it was like a nine to six or eight to six score in both of those game ones. So that's some pretty crazy, crazy stuff right there. I don't think game one of the Stanley Cup final will be that crazy. I think it'll be a little bit more closer, a little bit more decisive on one Yeah. Let's hope that the games yeah. aren't like so like nuts like it's like I that first game against Edmonton was perhaps more nerve wracking for me than any of the other games against Edmonton. Oh my gosh. Just because it was like who's gonna score next? What's gonna happen next? Will you please just play some defense already? Like I was freaking out. We pray for your blood pressure, Adelia, in those types of scenarios. Oh, it, it, <laughs> my blood pressure is going to be through the roof in this uh, <laughs> this Tampa Bay series. I'll tell you that much. Um, yeah, we won both our games against Tampa this year, so I figure that bodes well for us at the very okay. least. But um, I think we well, the really Rangers won all three of the Rangers won all three of theirs against the Lightning in the regular season as well. Yeah, so. I think we have a really good chance. And that's really all you can ask for at this point. Yeah, yeah. I think the Colorado Avalanche have have everything. They're like, you know, a lot of people call them the complete package team. Like, they they just have have everything going for them. And they've ridden such a momentum wave, which, yes, is a real thing in sports, uh, contrary to some of our viewers' uh, (laughs) beliefs. But um, I do think for sure in this playoffs, they've, they've only lost, like, 
uh, like three games, I think. They lost to two to the Blues two. and we lost two games. And, oh, we two swept games Nash- total. Yeah, we swept Nashville, we Nashville and we swept. Total. Wow. Uh, we swept Nashville and Edmonton, and we won in six against St. Louis. So we've only lost two games. Wow, that's pretty crazy. So we've ironically both been yeah. at home too. Yeah. So we haven't lost on the two. road yet. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that'll that'll be interesting to to see what they can do on the road in Tampa because Tampa also I don't think has lost a game at home at least since like the first round I want to say they they may have dropped one to the Boston Bruins, but they didn't play the Bruins um, in the first round. They played or the Leafs. The Leafs. The Leafs. Yeah. And yeah, I'm pretty sure really the Leafs won a game there. there. So, yeah, so I think I think the Leafs may have won in Tampa but since then yeah they didn't they didn't lose any games against Florida and then they they won both their games at home or all three of their games at home against against the Rangers unfortunately um so that that'll be interesting to watch so you got got quite the road uh road uh, or home home ice you know we we talked about this in our last episode like there was one series where it didn't matter as much it was like almost every game was won on the road and then there was another series where like every game was won at home except for game seven or something like, I think that was the, the Carolina New York Rangers series. Every game was won on, on, at home, except for game seven, which the Rangers won in Carolina. So yeah, home ice has been actually a lot more important than, than you would think yeah. uh, at least recently. So I think Colorado being able to do what they did in the regular season has certainly helped and maybe has given them a little bit of an advantage in this series. I mean, Playing a game seven in Colorado is probably a little bit. I mean, it's still nerve wracking if it gets to that point, but it's probably a little bit less stressful being playing that game at home than it would be playing it in Tampa. Yeah, yeah. I uh, we worked really hard to get uh, to this position where we would have home field home ice advantage if we needed it. We might need it. We, we have it over the Lightning now. Because uh, we had a better year than they had, technically. Like, we had a better year than pretty much anybody had, except for Florida. And that was a fluke right. President's Trophy. I'm that sorry. That was a fluke. But, I'm, that but given, the, given the President's <laughs> Trophy curse, I'm totally glad that we just, like, rested players for the last seven games and lost six yeah. of them and didn't get the President's Trophy. So The fraudulent Panthers, that's what I was calling them. The fraudulent Panthers. The fraudulent, not the Florida Panthers, the fraudulent Panthers, because they're a bunch of frauds and <laughs> got swept. Um, yeah, that 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 should be, yeah, home ice is going to be an interesting one to watch. Um, yeah, I think what was, after Florida got eliminated, Colorado basically had home ice throughout. Yeah. So um, that, that was the only team where they wouldn't have gotten home ice in the Stanley Cup Finals was if it was against Florida, so. Um, it was never yeah. going to be against Florida. It was yes. never going to be against Florida. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Florida Panthers, I don't know how in the hell they won the, the President's Trophy. Again, fraudulence. Um, but, yeah, definitely. It's it's craziness. Ho- hockey is crazy, especially the playoffs. I am, and, I am quite uh, sad, though, that we're down to less than seven or less games left in the season. Yeah. It is a little bittersweet once you get to this. And I think maybe more so for somebody like me whose team just got knocked knocked out and, you know, that yeah. only a game or two games away from being in the final. 
it, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, yeah, hockey, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting and it's going to be fun to watch. And uh, I'm actually looking forward to this series, despite the, the Rangers not being in there. I think it's going to be a really uh, fun series to watch. And, uh, but yeah, you're right about it just being like, well, it's the, it's kind of the end of the season and we have to wait another, you know, four months or whatever it is until we get hockey again after yeah. this. But, and, and it's kind of, uh, it's felt a little later, like, oh, it's almost like extra because the season started late and we don't, usually the cup finals would have wrapped up by now, but are extended for another couple weeks or so because of all the COVID stuff that happened. But um, that's what I'd be curious to, to see what the season schedule is going to look like um, next year because of the fact that everything's kind of back to normal. You would think that they would go back to starting in late September, early October usually is and end sometime probably towards the beginning of June. Well, I think this, I think that the, the schedule for the playoffs got pushed back so late this year is because they had the Olympic break built in. Right. Right. Okay. Cause that was yeah. three weeks. Cause they were supposed to go yeah. to the Olympics. They were supposed so. to, and they didn't. Thanks. Like, COVID. All that, all that for nothing. Thanks COVID. Damn. It's actually probably better that they had the Olympic break built in because then they could say, okay, we're not going to the Olympics and make up all those games. Otherwise, make they would have been screwed. They would have been, and who knows how many of those guys would have got, you know, come down with COVID and how that would have affected yeah. all these teams that are, are now like, who, who knows, like, which Colorado Avalanche guys would have been in there and how that would have affected the team if, you know, God forbid, some of them went down and then you hit a bit of a skid. And it's just a... All sorts of crazy what if scenarios, but yeah, yeah, I think you're right that it's probably for the best that they they didn't end up going, but um, and then we'll we'll have to see how that affects the next uh, Winter Olympics, which is crazy because like we just had, so we had the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics basically back to back, and so now we're yeah. back on sort of the regular schedule. So the next Winter Olympics won't be until 2026, 2026. but the next Summer Olympics. Are going to only 2024. be 2024. So it's a lot of a in one decade. Uh, yeah. Thanks to the craziness going on in the world. But um, when it comes to, to hockey and, and that, that's a, that's another interesting thing to look at based on what happened this year, like whether or not they're going to make that decision to have those guys, like have the NHL participate in the Olympics. Because they kind of went back, on for, back and forth on it. Uh, I I do so. I my my thought on it right now is that they they will just because they, they feel like the will. guys are yeah. owed it because of what happened yeah. this year. Because what happened this year and what happened with COVID and everything, and, and hopefully by twenty twenty six, COVID will kind of just be an afterthought. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed. But um, yeah, so we have the uh, the the cup final schedule here, which we can go through. Uh, it is the Lightning at the Avalanche for the first two games. Of, of course, uh, Colorado getting the home ice there. So we have game one uh, as, as this is being taped in, in a couple days on Wednesday the 15th. Uh, all these games will be starting at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, usually that's more more or less about 5.17, I was noticing. It's like right around uh, the 17-minute the marker when the puck actually gets dropped because there's a lot of, like, you know, and you got to do the anthem and the preamble and all that stuff. So 
Um, probably about 5.17 p.m. puck drop for, for most of these games. But game one on Wednesday. And then game two, interestingly enough, not on Friday, but it's on Saturday. So that's a little odd that they have a, a two-day break in between game one and game two, um, especially because every game after that will only have a day break. We have uh, game three on Monday, game four on Wednesday, and then the if necessary games, uh, game five on Friday the 24th. Six on Sunday, June 26th, and then potential Game 7 in Colorado on June the 28th, which is a Tuesday. So um, we, were, we were kind of speculating on this, like, why do they have a weird two-day break in between Games 1 and Game 2? There's nothing else, no other events happening at Ball Arena, so that's not in play. Uh, the NBA is on, uh, is on Thursday. So that wouldn't have affected it. So it's just kind of odd. There's got to be, there's there's gotta be something we're yeah. missing. Yeah. yeah. What's on Friday, everybody? What's on like Thursday and Friday? Is there any sort of big... I well, guess it wouldn't Friday. be Thursday. It would be like Friday. Friday. Yeah. So what, what is happening on Friday to not have this game happen? That's kind of weird. Friday the 17th. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's one of those weird scheduling things. But... Um, that's kind of what we're looking at, and it will be fun to sort of watch all these games. I think that we're going to try to do these a little bit more frequently, like we'll tape an episode after each game, because um, we were kind of doing these by round leading up to this point. We did do one after every round, uh, and so sort of uh, for recapping what we just recapped and then leading up to the finals, um, it will be, I think, kind of fun to... Uh, well, it'll, it'll be fun on, on days when the Avalanche win and maybe not so fun on days when they don't. Yeah. Um, but sort yeah. of re- recapping each game and, and uh, giving our thoughts on where we think the series is headed and and how uh, Adelia's blood pressure is still possibly intact. And, I, uh, I, I think my blood pressure <laughs> will be fine to see anxiety. This <laughs> Right. Well, this is kind of what I mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's going to be a fun series to watch. Uh, I am. I think. Uh, I think I'm going to make my official prediction that it will be the Colorado Avalanche in six. Uh, yeah, that's I would. Fine too. Part, part of me really wants to see the Avalanche win it in Tampa, and to have that building be like silent when they do, because I feel like Tampa Bay is, needs to lose at home. Please, for the love of God, help us, Colorado Avalanche. You're our only hope. But that's kind of what I'm thinking. I feel like it's not going to be nearly as easy of a wash as the Avalanche had with maybe the Oilers or with oh, the Blues. Yeah. And I think it's going to be, or the Predators, it's going to be a, a, a grind them out kind of series. And, you know, first first game, probably looking at like a 3-1 to one score or a 3-2 score or something along those lines. I, I don't think it's going to be one of these 9-6 to six, uh, kind of scoring so extravaganzas fun. that we saw. I don't think that's, I, I don't think that really happens with Vasilevsky, and there's no way Vasilevsky yeah. would stay in net that long, anyways. So, right, I think right. it'd be good. Yeah, Andre Vasilevsky is oh man, that's you know arguably, we just saw the two best goaltenders in the league go up against each other with Vasilevsky and Igor Shosturkin, and you know, Vasilevsky came out on top there. As, as I started mentioning, a lot of those games were really close. It was like two to one or, uh, or three to two or really, really, really close scores. So Vasilevsky is not easy to score on. And I think, again, we've talked about the Rangers got to him 
one. If the Avalanche can kind of do that, which is like seem, seemingly a near impossible task, then I think that's going to be key. Like I think Colorado Avalanche scoring first in game one and winning game one will be a huge factor. I mean, I know that's still like, uh, it doesn't really matter who wins game one or game two because there's still it's a longer series. But I do think that that might really sort of give them a bit of an edge if they're able to score early on Vasilevsky and win game one. I think that's going to be critical. Yeah, I think uh, establishing that we can score on them and their defense, because their defense is so solid, Tampa's, that it, getting that um, established, like, oh, we can score on you, um, will sort of set the tone as yeah. opposed to it just being like a 2-1, five minutes to go to win the game kind of goal. Right. So I... I'm really curious how this is going to go. I think it'll be, I, I'm going abs in six. Um, it'll be like the two, pre, this is our third time we've ever been to the Stanley Cup finals. The first time we swept wow. the Florida Panthers. The second time we won in game seven against the Devils. So it's either one extreme or the other for me. Yeah. <laughs> so and the way I, that, yeah. Uh, I would yeah. like, yeah, I would like uh, a slightly different experience this year, but still the same result at Avalanche Stanley Cup. Uh, we haven't been in the Stanley Cup Finals for 21 years. We haven't won the Stanley Cup wow. for 21 years. I know it's crazy to think about the fact. But um, I'm excited. And I really yeah. have enjoyed this season a lot. And no matter what happens in these finals, I'm going to have enjoyed this season. But... I really want to stay the gun. Yeah. Yeah. You. When you when you get that far, the the we want the cup uh, chance, you know, you start hearing it in your head a little bit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I'm just just looking at the um, the facts here a little bit. The Colorado Avalanche. So they were one of the expansion teams in 1972. So I think that was the second expansion, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I think um, so. Yeah, and Quebec Nordiques. It's it's interesting because like um, if you remember, they won the Stanley Cup the year after the New York Rangers had won. So the Rangers won in in ninety four, and uh, then the Avalanche won in in nine. Did they win in ninety five or ninety six? Ninety six. Ninety six. So it was two years after the Rangers yeah. won. So our droughts are kind of. Similar, Similar in that way. Yeah. yeah. So again, like, oh, I wish the Rangers were here because we could do those kinds of comparisons. But um, yeah, it's been it's been a while, I think, for, for both of our teams. So um, best of luck to the Rangers this next season. I think, like, we came this close. And you, if you notice, like, this is kind of a, a pattern in sports I've, I've picked up on. Like, if you get really close, there's a good chance you might be in the finals the next season like a lot of times you'll see a team lose in the conference finals and then they win it they win the finals the following year so i'm, I'm crossing my fingers that that happens because the rangers they like they, they put together a hell of a team uh some of that i think has to do with the, that uh they have all these kids these kids that are like you know 22 23 years old like that kid line that everybody talks about so that also you know is a, is a good sign that it's like okay well they didn't win this year but they still got these kids that are like, you know, what the hell are they going to look like in, in three to four seasons from now? 
kind of thing. They're still so young. And um, so, yeah, rooting against the Tampa Bay Lightning here, rooting for the Colorado Avalanche, because, again, the Lightning, they've won. They've had enough. It's time for somebody else to, to have a shot here and have a chance. And the Avalanche haven't won it in so, so long. And I'm really pulling for them because this is this seems like their year. Like uh, as I sort of look at looking at the looking back at the, the regular season as well, it felt like the Colorado Avalanche's year, basically since like you know I would say like December or January. Like once once you get a few months into the season, you can kind of start to look at like okay, these are the teams that look like they're probably going to be the ones to really contend for the Cup this season. And the Avalanche, at least on the Western Conference, every time I look at the Western Conference, I'd be like, okay, that, that's the team that stands out to me that looks like yeah, they, they pretty have pretty much the best in control of the whole conference the whole year. Yeah. Yeah, so um, well-deserving that they're there, and uh, I'm rooting for them. I really, really am. Thank and, you. Uh, you know, especially now that I, I wouldn't be rooting for them if it was against the Rangers, obviously. But, obviously. Uh, I, <laughs> You always have to root for your team, and you always have to kind of pull for your team. I mean, I predicted the Rangers would, would win that series in seven. I, I had to because because it's my team. Um, but in this in this scenario, I do legitimately think that the Colorado Avalanche are going to to win because you know it, it's it's sort of unprecedented to win three Stanley Cups in a row. And the same thing I just said about like a team that gets really close, like loses in the conference finals, a lot of times you'll. And this is it, like a lot of sports too, not just hockey. But you'll just see them win the following year. I would say the same for teams that are like kind of a dynasty that have won championships like back to back years and are now in it for the third time. It's very very difficult to win that third uh, championship. Like even even the Golden State Warriors, a different sport I know, but like the Golden State Warriors against the Cleveland Cavaliers that one year where it was just like they were so dominant and they had like they set the record for the greatest you know um, regular season record of all time. Um, that uh, I, I think that that's a good sign that they will not be winning a third time, that, like, you know, teams that are in it for that long, there's going to come a point where you don't win, where you sort of fall back down to grace a little bit, even for one of these big dynasty teams. So, um, yeah, I, I think the Aval- Avalanche, that, that this is their year, and uh, it, it's going to be a fun, really, really fun series to watch regardless, I think, um, just as long as Tampa Bay Lightning go <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I will be proud of the boys in the season they've had, no matter what the result is. But I really don't want the Tampa Bay Lightning to win. Really don't want the Tampa Bay Lightning to win. Yeah, I think uh, you know, if, if everybody listening to this that's a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, like we apologize, but nobody else, none other, no other hockey fans want to see you win. I'm sorry. We, we've seen you win two years in a row, and we want to see somebody else uh, do something here. So, yeah, I uh, that's pretty much all that I have uh, on this. Uh, Adelia, do you have any other final thoughts before we wrap up today? I don't think so. Um, I just I'm nervous already. So you can imagine yeah. how this is going to go <laughs> this is a tight series. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited. Absolutely. We, I will uh, try to uh, get in the Discord voice chat and maybe watch along with some of these games because uh, it's going to be really exciting and uh thank you again to all the patrons that uh, are checking this out uh if you're watching us on video that means that you are a patron to the let's get ready network uh, and we really really appreciate your support so make sure to check that out patreon.com slash lgr network if you're listening to the audio feed it's only a dollar 
$1 a month gets you access, and uh, you can watch us here on video. And uh, as we mentioned, you can go in the Discord and, and chat with us about hockey and sports and schmodown and movies and TV and all the other fun stuff that we go and we got going on here in, on the channel. And, uh, yeah, Delia, I guess we'll, we'll be back probably on Thursday to discuss game one and to give our thoughts. And I will have a little uh, write-up for the website as well, probably sometime later today or tomorrow before game one starts. So just sort of with my thoughts on, on previewing the series and uh, I'll give, put my official prediction of Avalanche and six in very bright, bold letters at the bottom as well um, to, to point that out. But uh, yes, thank you, Adelia, uh, for, for joining me here today. And uh, go Avalanche. Come on, Avs. We can do it. We can do it. As I said, Absolutely. I'm a diehard I'm a diehard Avalanche fan for the next uh, week and a half, two weeks or so. <laughs> uh, so I'll be there with you, and it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. So, yeah, until uh, next time, everybody, we'll, uh, we'll see you all soon. Let's see. Where's the button here? There it is. <laughs> see you, everybody. <laughs>